Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. Well, hello, Elijah Fire people. Welcome to our newest episode. Today is episode 281. Can you believe it? It is a great day to be here today. Thank you so much for joining us. It's a Thursday. I don't know about you guys, but for whatever reason, Thursdays are my favorite day of the week. It is just for whatever reason, for as long as I can remember, Thursdays are a day that I absolutely savor and enjoy. So if that is the same as you, welcome. Glad to have you guys join us today. My name is Jen Lowen. I'm actually Jeff's older sister. So if you're new to watching us, I probably am the first face you've ever seen. But Jeff Tharp, my brother, is actually the normal host. I will be joining you guys both today and tomorrow to finish off the week. We've got some great episodes lined up for you. So again, thank you for being here. And if you are listening to us on a podcast platform, please follow us. Please download the episodes and share the episodes. Please, if you have the time, leave us a review and let us know what you think. Um, We would prefer an excellent glowing review, but a review is still a review. So thank you guys again for being here today. Um, Anytime you donate to Elijah Streams, www.elijahstreams.com forward slash donate, you are not only helping to keep this show free five days a week, but you are also helping contribute to the water well efforts that we are doing all across the globe. And we do have a video to show you really quick, and then we will get on with our episode today. By giving towards clean water in Uganda, you are impacting thousands of lives. Praise the Lord. I'm so happy. I've been blessed. As a pastor, I've spent 34 years on this village. When I got saved, God touched me and told me to preach the word of God through action. I've been teaching water for old people, for the elderly. I wanted to make sure that they get water. There's been a lot of suffering. They've been fetching water from very far places and the water has been bad. But today, we have seen God. I thank God and I thank you, people. God bless you. Together, we can continue to bring clean water to the people in Uganda, Africa. Donate online at elijahstreams.com slash donate. Or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue, Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. Wonderful. So if you have donated to the ministry, thank you so much for being a partner with us in those well water efforts. It definitely is wonderful to see those videos and just see the contributions that are being made across the world to bring clean water to people who are in desperate need of it. So thank you again. Again, that's www.elijahstreams.com forward slash donate. Now, also, I just got the good news backstage that We have hit a thousand subscribers on TikTok. So thank you all, those of you who have uh, subscribed, who are sharing the videos, sharing the reels, all of that stuff. Thank you so much. We couldn't do it without you guys. 
All right. So I'm actually thrilled to bits for this episode. And I know that might sound interesting, especially if you read the title, but you are in for a treat because you're familiar. I know with Jennifer Martin, uh, she did a series on uh, deliverance. And I know that really, really resonated and ministered to a lot of people, but you actually got a three for the price of one today. She is bringing on two ministry contributors with her today that are going to be sharing about trauma healing. Now, if maybe the title was encouraging to you, you were curious, please, please, please share this episode. Just talking to the ladies backstage, I know that this episode is going to bless a ton of people and bring freedom and healing and a lot of clarity for people. So without further ado, we have three guests with us today. Surprise, surprise. You know Jennifer Martin. She's a speaker. She's a teacher. She's a prophetic voice. She's She's an author. She has the, she's the founder of Contagious Love International. But please also join me today in welcoming both Rachel and Amber. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hello. Hello. So great to have you with us today. And I'm so thankful that you are coming with your skill, with your anointing to just teach and educate us today. So please, ladies, please take a moment to introduce yourselves. I know the viewers are familiar with Jennifer, but Jennifer, if you'd like to please introduce Amber and Rachel. I would love to. So guys, this is part of my Contagious Love team. When you've heard me talk about deliverance schools and the trauma healing we're seeing in the testimonies, well, these are the guys running with me. Some of you come to our school. Maybe some of you were just at our Tennessee school. So if you were, or if you've been at one of our schools and you've seen them teach, will you say hello? For those of you that don't know them, this is Amber Wright. Hi. And she has been in trauma healing ministry for over 20 years. Probably. And she just has a heart for the one. Is that right? Yes. Tell me about your heart for yes. a minute. Okay. So <laughs> I, I see Jesus as, as one, he reaches the 5,000, but he's also the one he goes to the one. And I feel like I've been that person to reach to the one, one lamb that he brings one little heart, one little experience with one person. That's yeah. been my heart. And he mm -hmm. told me about three years ago, he said, your secret place is going to become a public place. And mm -hmm. I had no idea what he was talking about, but I think this may be what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. It might be. It might be. You're not used to interviews I'm and things like that. I'm not used yeah. to this. This yeah. is surreal. So when yeah. I met her guys, I, I got to experience the wisdom that comes out of her mouth. And as the Holy Spirit started knitting our hearts together, I said, you have to come and teach. People need to hear what you have in you. You have to teach. The, the wisdom and the counsel on her is incredible. So, and I've got to watch her pray for people. Not only does she understand trauma healing, when she prays for people, she weeps over them and trauma just comes out of their bodies by the mm -hmm. anointing of Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So it's an honor to work with you. It's an honor to serve beside you. I love you. And now I want to introduce Rachel Cordero. Hi. So she's also had over 20 years of experience in counseling, grief counseling, working with in ministry with women and young children. She's done leadership. She's done pastoral ministry and she's received her bachelor's degree and a master, master's degree in counseling. But before I knew any of that, I heard her teach. 
I would, she would talk to me, she would tell me things. And when I heard the wisdom that comes out of her mouth, oh my goodness. I said, wait a second. Every time you talk, somebody needs to have like one of those memo recorder things on just hit record on your phone. You can guarantee that a diamond's going to fall out of her mouth any second. They love when I talk about them this way, just so you know, (laughs) is the truth. She's incredible. Yeah. So when I heard her teach, I said, you guys, you are carrying something that the body of Christ needs. And the, what you understand about trauma is astounding. Like mm-hmm. I have learned more about it since I've known them. So mm-hmm. Rachel, would you just say hello and share your heart a little bit about what, what you love about trauma healing? Mm-hmm. Hi friends. I am so excited to be here. I'm, it sounds counterintuitive to say you're excited about this conversation, but yeah. I, being able to participate in this conversation because after years of studying about trauma and understanding how, how many resources are available to tell you where trauma comes from or what's wrong, there's not a lot that can help you understand that you can heal. And I'm excited to be part of the conversation on how to heal, how to overcome and God's heart for healing trauma. Mm-hmm. Amen. So they've been teaching with me the last year, over a little bit over a year. We started doing these deliverance schools mm-hmm. with trauma healing training mm-hmm. and deliverance training about, you know, deliverance of demonic spirits for the last year since February 2022. And it has been incredible. Yeah. And all mm-hmm. you guys are coming. The Elijah Fire people are showing up at every single one. It's That's incredible. Fantastic. Yes. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for introducing Amber and Rachel. Now, I know that you kind of had some notes to begin talking about God's desire for freedom from trauma. Would you quickly, I know it's a, we kind of talked about this backstage, talking about deliverance has been a conversation within the church for, I believe, quite some time, but trauma seems to be kind of a newer topic. Would you Mm -hmm. please just kind of give us the viewers, the audience, a quick outline of trauma and you might need trauma healing if. Yes. So as we were doing deliverance, when the deliverance anointing started in the very beginning, there was an atmosphere for demons to just come out of bodies. We saw that across the board. We'd pray for people, demons come out um, and trauma healing would happen too. But something happened in 2022 as we began to teach together, we noticed an atmosphere where trauma would just come out in the room, Mm -hmm. all over the room. People just start crying and weeping and we're going, what is going on? Hmm. Holy Spirit has chosen to place his hand on contagious love specifically. And I'm sure there's others, but I know for us, he's chosen to place his hand on us to see the heart healed. The demons are still coming out, but what we're... What we love is that the heart is healing. The brokenheartedness is healing. And I want to say this. I feel that when we read the scriptures and we look at Luke 4, 18, that talks about the spirit of the Lord. Well, Jesus is quoting the scripture. Many of you are familiar with it. And it talks about the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind. But what I want to highlight is the very end of this scripture Mm -hmm. to set the oppressed free. Mm -hmm. So oppression on any level, whether it's demonic or whether it's oppression of the soul needs to be free. And that's what Jesus wants. And that is what the anointing is for. So also there's another version of the scripture that says to heal the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. love that because God's heart is he, he is love and he wants to heal those that are broken. So how do we know if we're broken? 
Mm -hmm. How do we know if we need healing? You know, this is a question that people are asking. How do I know what trauma is? Mm -hmm. How do I know if I need healing of trauma? Mm -hmm. And I want to just encourage you that God wants to set you free in every way, in every possible way of, of being free. God wants that for you. And I want to leave you with a scripture before we get into the depths of trauma. And I'm going to let these, I want these guys to share most of the time, but I want to set it up with this. Um, we talk about this in our schools and in first John three, eight, at the very end of that scripture, it says for this purpose, the son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Mm-hmm. And I love this because God is literally giving us the purpose of Jesus coming Mm -hmm. to destroy the work of the enemy in every possible way. And we believe that trauma can be connected to a work of the enemy. For sure. That the enemy causes situations to bring pain and to bring torment and hurt. So he's not just looking to possess people or oppress people with demon spirits. He's also looking to cause trauma. So if we, if we bring the conversation bigger, that trauma is actually a fruit of the enemy as well, Mm -hmm. Mm. then we can highlight and say, okay, it's not just about deliverance of demons at this point, literally the work of the demons that brought trauma needs to be addressed because Jesus came to set the oppressed free and wants us whole. Mm-hmm. So in saying that we're settled that Jesus wants us whole. Yeah. I want us to answer the question, Jen, that you're saying about, well, how do you know if you have trauma and okay, God wants me free of trauma, but I don't even know what you're saying. Yeah. So let's talk about trauma a little bit. Whoever wants to hit on that. So it, the definition for trauma, and this is just a small, we're going to paint with a wide brush here, um, is the lasting effect on a person's mind, body, and soul of having lived through a distressing event or events. So that means you can experience trauma in, in, in a one thing, some one thing could happen and you experience trauma, or you could have ongoing distressing events that happen, say in your home, um, through abuse, um, through marriage, having alcohol in your home and you're the spouse of that person and it's ongoing and it's inescapable. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing that we're talking about that can cause trauma. But we also want to emphasize that a lot of people disqualify that they could have trauma. We we have so right. many people that come thinking that they're going to only receive education in our schools and they actually understand I have experienced trauma because they no longer qualified what trauma was as the extreme, a war veteran, someone who experienced abuse in their life. Mm -hmm. You can also have trauma through not being loved well, Mm -hmm. not having proper attachments in your life, Um, experiencing a divorce in your family, your personal or your as a child, your parents get divorced. All of these things can actually cause trauma. Mm -hmm. And it's the lasting effect where your worldview is now shifted and changed. How you perceive life comes through that filter of trauma, Mm -hmm. becomes a lens and everything is weighed through that place. That's trauma, and you and Rachel, I'll let you go a little deeper into that. So yeah, I think I, I think as a culture, we try to normalize things like anxiety and depression, and for sure, and the for way sure. that we we talk about it, it's like, well, my anxiety, this or my, you know, 
um, those things aren't from the Lord. That is not part of, he didn't create us with depressed minds and he didn't create us with anxiety and he didn't create us with panic disorders or gender confusion. He created us to be whole. So what is the root of those things? And it's surprising um, for a lot of people when they realize, wait a minute, this came from a place of trauma. This mm-hmm. is this is a response. This is a triggered response. This mm-hmm. is I'm actually responding to a place where I've experienced trauma. Mm-hmm. And the revelation that that's the root of it, the bait is for it to feel overwhelming, but it's actually kind of relieving because now you have a target. You aren't right. broken and you don't have to live with depression and anxiety forever. Now you have a target to aim at and Mm -hmm. something to know the Lord can heal this. Once he gives the revelation, this was actually related to trauma. Then we've got something to sink our teeth into and get healing from. Mm -hmm. Now, would you ladies also mind explaining briefly, maybe a trigger, like how would a trigger manifest for people? Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. So let's, let's use an example. So an example would be a car accident. A car Mm -hmm. accident happens and you have an entire family that has experienced that same event. Mm -hmm. So the stress is subjective. You have the parents and then you have the children. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the parents are going to be distressed. Mostly, are their children safe? Does that make sense? My children are safe. That's going to be what's mostly a, a concern on their heart. Well, then you have the children who experience that accident. Um, you have the age factor. Mm-hmm. All of these factors are are important to, to, to the conversation of trauma and how it is subjective. The distressing event is subjective. Mm-hmm. So the one who is the most affected by the trauma, let's say it's the little girl. Uh, she's two years old. She's in the backseat. She uh, was trapped in her uh, Uh, car seat seat Mm -hmm. and couldn't get out. So Mm -hmm. now what a trigger would be for her is every time she has to get in a car, Mm -hmm. her heart starts to palpitate. She starts Mm -hmm. to get fussy. Mm -hmm. She starts to probably cry because she doesn't want to go there because something really distressing to her happened. Mm -hmm. Even the click of the sound of the seatbelt can trigger. So we're talking about evocative cues, something on the outside that happens that, um, reignites the memory associated with something that is familiar that happened just now. Mm -hmm. So it takes you back to when something distressing happened, even though you're not in that moment, that evocative cue will trigger that place. Right. And triggers can look different Mm -hmm. on different people. I mean, for some, for someone, I mean, it would, it would feel logical to us to have a war veteran who experiences a trigger on 4th of July and they hit the deck, you know, and they're covering their head and, and, um, but triggers can be as subtle as feeling agitated. Mm -hmm. They can go from, from, uh, a response that has, you know, your heart, you feel like you're having a heart attack Mm -hmm. or it could be just a mild level of panic or an extreme sense of just discomfort. I just need to get out of here. Or I don't like this place. I don't like this song. This just makes me feel agitated. So, I mean, we could talk about that. We could talk about that alone for hours. Right. Yeah. There's things Mm -hmm. that can set off triggers, a Mm -hmm. smell, Mm -hmm. a sound, Mm -hmm. a a touch, a a, a Mm -hmm. visual, something you see that triggers a memory, you know, anything. And, and the person may not even realize that they've gotten triggered by something, mm-hmm. but the the trauma in their body is can be embedded into their mind in their body, mm-hmm. and it is responding to what it knows by what it's seeing, what it's smelling, right. 
what it's sensing and and the person may not even realize that it was their body's connecting it Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they're like thinking and they don't know why they're in a panic attack so what we want people to help bring understanding to this is that like she's saying you're not broken right there's something that happened that is causing and setting off these triggers. And that's what we can actually help you find the pathway to the root of what is happening. We can help you with this. We have helped so many people and we can help you understand how to heal that root and how to heal trauma, not only through what we're teaching, which brings an incredible level of understanding. And when you have understanding, it's you see the light. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Right. You, you see the pathway. This is my pathway to healing. Mm-hmm. And we want to encourage all of you. There is a pathway to healing. We've watched thousands upon thousands yeah. of people through the teaching and the training of trauma healing be healed. We've watched it time and time again. We are so confident in this material and confident in the anointing of the Holy Spirit to bring healing to you that we know what we're saying is right and true. And we can bring you into a place of healing where those roots leave and 30 years of panic attacks can go in one day. Yeah, we can accomplish in in one prayer setting what can take years of counseling because God's heart is that good and his power is that powerful and his desire Mm -hmm. to rescue his kids is that Mm -hmm. effective. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's, Mm -hmm. it's his love that is coming and setting people free. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. beautiful. It is Mm -hmm. so beautiful to watch. Mm -hmm. We cry over it. Every service Mm -hmm. we're praying for people and we watch trauma leave their bodies. And then they come back and report to us a day later, a week later, a month later, a year later. Mm -hmm. that they're still free. Mm -hmm. We're still receiving testimonies and emails of people that came off anxiety medicines. Fantastic. I mean, they're not suicidal anymore. You know, this Mm -hmm. is very real and very deep and we want to help you. And that's why we're here. Now can I have two questions two follow up questions to that can trauma or have you seen trauma also manifest as sickness in the body or any kind of um, disease in the body as well? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, yeah. I think we've seen what well, we have seen. I personally have seen, I have seen trauma, um, in people who have illnesses, mm-hmm. like their illness actually causes trauma. Okay. Uh, people who have life-threatening allergies can mm-hmm. cause trauma Okay, because everywhere you go, you're that you're being hit with, Oh my goodness, I could die if, if I eat this or I eat that. And, and so just having the life-threatening allergy in and of itself can cause trauma. Okay. Um, I haven't seen what you're talking about. Have you experienced? I think if trauma is such to a deep level of oppression that mm-hmm. it could bring weariness to someone's heart mm-hmm. that could possibly, you know, wreak havoc on the immune system, which could lead to sickness. So there mm-hmm. is a connection to that. Okay. But uh, we often see sickness that is caused by demonic spirits. Okay. That when that is dealt with and cast out, the person is then set free of the sickness. For example, right. a woman who had a demon um, that we, we found out it was a demon mm-hmm. as we prayed for her. And she had an oxygen tank for 12 years that she carried around. In fact, I'd saw, I, I had seen her come to events 
And this particular event, we were in Pennsylvania and she had brought her oxygen tank with her and she's getting prayer. I mean, she walked in, she was connected and everything. She had to be on oxygen for 12 years. Mm -hmm. I began to pray for her and I'm asking God to heal her. I'm asking God to come Holy Spirit. And all of a sudden she begins to, it's a demon manifesting in her lungs and she starts choking. Mm -hmm. She cannot breathe. She's gagging for air, Mm -hmm. gasping for air. And it is so loud. It is taking over the noise of the worship. Every eye is now looking because she is, her whole body is moving while she is gasping for air. And I'm telling, and I know what's happening, sure. but the people around us doesn't know. To them, they look like, call 911. This person is dying. Why is yeah. no one moving? And I had to tell them, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I had to tell everyone, it's okay. I got her. So I'm not panicking because I've, I've seen how demons do. Mm-hmm. I command the demon, come out of her lungs, come out of her lungs. I'm telling it to come out. That thing comes out and then she takes this deep breath. I'll never forget it. Mm. And to this day, she is free. I Mm. know that because she's become a partner with us. She comes to our things. There is no oxygen tank and she is dancing, worshiping, crying. Like I get to watch the testimony of seeing her freedom. Mm -hmm. So demonic spirits can be connected to sickness. And trauma our bodies have cellular memory. And so we do trauma is, can be trapped in our body. A lot of times when someone's being healed from trauma, you can see that the manifestation of trauma shaking Shaking. out of their body. And I think that what I have seen is that um, trauma actually can be related a lot to autoimmune disorders, anything that has to do with your immune system that just because our bodies are not meant to stay in a heightened arousal stress stress response. Yeah. And it's, it's trauma has kind of a similar impact that stress does. Stress is, is horrible on our bodies. It causes all kinds of, you know, heart issues. I mean, just all Mm -hmm. of the issues associated with stress. Well, trauma is like carrying that constant stressor too. And so it it is exhausting to the body and it wears your physical body down. And so anything that can come, any kind of illness that's associated with stress or your body being Mm -hmm. taxed and an exhaustion and always having your adrenaline running um, very much can cause physical impact. Yeah. And be connected. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Trauma. So Mm -hmm. that's a great answer Mm -hmm. to that question. Thank you for answering. So then how does trauma play the role in oppression or play a role? Do you want to answer? Um, yeah, go ahead. Okay. I have an answer for this and it might gross you out, but go with me. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. No, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I promise. For just a second. I want you to just visualize. If you have to close your eyes, close your eyes. If you're if you don't, you're, you're okay. But just for a second, just visualize a giant, disgusting zit. I know okay. it's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, get a visual. But but trauma is like that thin layer of skin that is holding everything that needs to come out. It's keeping it attached to the body. And so the relationship between trauma and oppression and and the need for deliverance is so overlooked. Mm. And there are so many people who are thinking, well, I went and and they're experiencing um, trauma from deliverance ministries Mm -hmm. thinking, well, I went, I'm trying to get free. And they, 
I'm not free and this happened or I, I thought I was free and then this kind of came back. And it's if we don't have an understanding the, about the way that trauma and deliverance are connected, mm-hmm. we're kind of missing it for people. And I and I think causing some confusion, causing further wounding. And so mm-hmm. it's very much related. Right. We've yeah. had multiple people tell us they came to us because they saw the love that we carry mm-hmm. and they had tried to receive deliverance at other ministries, but they were so aggressive that they ended mm-hmm. up leaving terrified to even try to get deliverance. Because if that's what deliverance looks like, that somebody's going to scream in my face and tell these demons to get out. And then right. like in front of everyone, yeah. so they're, they're like, I don't want to be brought up in front of everyone and have demons scream out of my body. Right. I'll just stay home and stay oppressed. I mean, yeah. that is their, that's their options. And I think a lot of you on here would agree that that's not how you want to go through deliverance. And Mm-mm. we believe we have the heart of the Lord. I know there's many ministries out there that right. have the heart of the Lord. I'm not saying we're the only one, but I'm saying mm-hmm. that we, really have the heart of God on this, that we feel that's something that's been overlooked and that is to minister in love. Mm -hmm. And I think you guys know this about me. I've talked about it through the deliverance videos that we want to strive to actually be contagious love. That's who we are. We are contagious love and we want the love of God to come. Mm -hmm. And what we've seen is the love of God comes in and he goes down to the root of where the trauma is where that came in first. It's usually trauma comes in first, but it also can be um, interlocked with a demonic spirit Mm -hmm. that opened the door to that trauma to even come in because of multiple reasons, which we go over in our school, um, curses, et cetera, et cetera. And um, it can be interchangeable of the demon caused the trauma. The trauma opens the door for demons and more demons come in because of the trauma. They Mm -hmm. manipulate, they, you know, there's like a whole spider web of things going on, Mm -hmm. but the whole, spirit he he dives under all the spider webs he can fit he can go under all of it with his love and he can go to the very root of the oppression whether it's demonic curses or trauma and his love will heal it and then the person just gets set free and we can't tell you how many times this happened in our last school gen in Franklin, Tennessee, that we just did this last weekend. If you were there, please tell us in the comments. Oh my goodness. I had many of you show up and like, we're from Elijah Fire. What Yay. Play? That's fantastic. They represent, they represent Jen at every event yeah, and um, we love them. And we talk about Jeff and all you guys are doing, but they, um, at the last school, we, the presence of God came in so much deep love that we didn't even have to say words. Mm-hmm. We were putting our hands on people. And within one second, they're weeping and wailing trauma coming out of their body. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the other people I touched, demons began to scream. Mm-hmm. So the way that we handle it, because we respect the people, we tell the demons, you are not allowed to manifest. Mm-hmm. You will be quiet. Mm-hmm. I cut you at the root and you are exiting mm-hmm. this body now in Jesus name. We will often whisper it and mm-hmm. keep it calm mm-hmm. because we don't want the person to be able to be it for them to feel spectated at or embarrassed or they go and the enemy uses it, even though it's a glorious thing to be delivered. Okay. It's Mm -hmm. glorious. Right. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. when the person goes home, the enemy starts to whisper, that was so embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you believe everybody was watching and you're on camera, you're on live stream. Like we don't let the enemy have bait for your life. Mm -hmm. So if you're coming to us for deliverance and trauma healing, nobody gets to know about it except you. 
And the only sound people are going to hear coming from you is your cries. Mm -hmm. If you want to cry or you can have silent tears. Mm -hmm. We sit with people and they just weep their little tears down their Mm -hmm. face and we hold them. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be dramatic. And then they're free, aren't they? They are. And it's so so beautiful. So So free. One of my favorite things about our schools or, or hearing testimonies back from people after they've been ministered to is they come in with this fear of like, what is in here? I think I have trauma. Mm -hmm. I think I might, there might be, I might need deliverance. Mm -hmm. And there's this, this anxiety in them to like, how is this going to go down? I really want to be free, but I don't want to be humiliated and protecting people's dignity matters so much to us. But my favorite thing that I ever hear is somebody who's come through and you would think their friends might be like, Whoa, there was a lot going on there. And their response is, I've never felt more loved in my life. I've never felt more held by the Lord. I would almost go back to that and do it again, just to feel (laughs) that tangible love of the Lord. And that makes us weep our faces off. And I'm like, Lord, if it ever stops being that, please Mm -hmm. shut us all down because that, that is what it should do. You just had a love encounter Mm -hmm. with the God of the universe. And it wasn't about the demons getting attention. It wasn't about right. trauma having the last word. It mm-hmm. is love just had the last word. Amen. Yeah. It's true. This is across the board, the testimonies we get. Mm-hmm. Not one testimony was, oh my goodness, I was at that school and a hundred demons screamed out or nobody. And I would have thought in some of our schools that we yes. would have had that right. kind of reaction because it was that overwhelming mm-hmm. to hear the demons scream and the trauma screaming mm-hmm. and all of that when the Holy Spirit started moving. And it's like, oh, wow, everybody has only said I have never seen so much love in my life. I have Mm -hmm. never felt so much Mm -hmm. love in my life. Jennifer, you and your team love people like I've never experienced before. Mm -hmm. And when she told me that that one person said, I would go through deliverance again (laughs) just to experience the love that I, what? (laughs) Who says that? It breaks us. That's amazing. Yeah. It's so we are. We, we want you to know, we want to give hope to the church. There is healing for trauma. We've watched it. We've Mm -hmm. witnessed it. And there's no respecter of persons. Mm -hmm. God wants to heal your pain and your heart. And wherever the root is of oppression, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if it's been there 40, 50 years. We've seen people that are elderly, like elderly, Mm -hmm. 80, 90 years Mm -hmm. old, have trauma come out of their bodies. Mm -hmm. So we want you to know, even Mm -hmm. if it's been your whole life and it feels like it's never going to go away. There's hope. Amen. It can go. Mm-hmm. And the anointing is here for it too. And that's the anointing of love. Amen. That's Amen. so encouraging. Yeah. I for me personally, just listening to your testimony. I mean, maybe you've heard this before, but I just keep pre- sensing this mama's heart from all three of you. And just how mm-hmm. that in and of itself is such a comfort. You know, I think in a day and age where a lot of people um, family, maybe family, familial relationships are part of their brokenness. Having a woman come forward with a mama's heart, a nurturing mm-hmm. heart can be so mm-hmm. disarming and helpful. I'm sure in that process. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And so mm-hmm. somebody just asked a question, Jen, Beth said, so what do we do if we can't come to your meetings? Beth, I want to encourage you. We are going to pray for you right here on this mm-hmm. session. Mm-hmm. You hang out and you're going to feel the love of God through the camera. And I know that you are. And I'll tell you why, because this is what he does. Mm-hmm. When we're on Elijah fire and we pray for people, the anointing of the Holy Spirit comes right through the camera and he heals and he yeah. heals trauma and he, he, cast the demons out too. Mm -hmm. 
yes, through the camera. The Holy Spirit mm-hmm. will touch. You. Mm-hmm. So don't don't be concerned about that. We love to, of course, see you in person and worship God with you. That's our favorite. Yes. But if we want you to know you have access right here online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Amen. All right. So we talked about the root of oppression through trauma. Mm-hmm. And then how I'd love to hear more about how the healing itself manifests. And I'm sure it's different for every single person, but I'd love to hear more about when you are in an experience of ministry with people and you're sensing, obviously we, most people have been in an environment where they've sensed the presence of the Lord. Presence of the Lord does something to a person, no matter what, when you are in that moment where you're sitting there and you're praying with someone Does the Holy Spirit give you a word of knowledge about a root? Does the individual communicate a root? How does that usually work? It could go either way. Um, A lot of times the Holy Spirit just shows uh, what's happening. And and it's, you know, it's not always that that we need to know what the root of it was. It's not always that we need to have that. There's, there's such an intimacy with them and the Holy spirit. And, um, you, you will watch, you watch like, um, have you ever seen a toddler throw a temper tantrum and have just a red face and just be raging mad and then come to a place of peace? Mm -hmm. It it can feel like that. It's, Mm -hmm. it's watching, watching what is agitated at watching what is painful lift Mm -hmm. and sometimes their body shake sometimes there's tears streaming sometimes um it's 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 just wailing and that's okay we just make the music go a little louder to still protect their dignity could Um, be one minute or five minutes or layers. Minutes. It's often layers. Yeah. It's what does the Lord want to do right here? But right now, but, mm-hmm. right. but almost always there is a, a wave and a wash of peace mm-hmm. that settles mm-hmm. after. And it's, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's good. She's going to cry. It's so beautiful. There's peace attached mm-hmm. to it. It's true. And it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's stunning to yeah. watch. It's stunning to watch the Holy Spirit minister to his children and lift off the torment and and offer his peace in its place. We'll often wait with them. A lot Mm -hmm. of times that looks like no words. It looks like a mother's touch. Mm -hmm. So we hold them. Mm -hmm. We lean them in on our shoulders sometimes and we just hold them. Mm -hmm. And I know this isn't commonplace for ministry, but I feel that it is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. I feel that the Holy Spirit wants to comfort his people. He Mm -hmm. wants to love them. And I know the mama heart of God, I mean, the mother heart came from God. So Mm -hmm. the mama heart comes from God. It comes from the nature and the character of God. And who brings that? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the most compassionate, nurturing, mother-like part of God's heart Mm -hmm. who brings that that in. So when the Holy Spirit comes, he causes all of our hearts Mm -hmm. to, to express that nature. So it's not weird. It's not strange. Mm-hmm. And it's it's literally going deeper than here. Let me just, you know, smack you on the head and, you know, have some fire, which I've been right. known to do. I literally <laughs> mm-hmm. said fire the Holy Ghost. And anybody that came to the 
school in Tennessee, there was a wave of fire. Mm -hmm. So we moved by the Holy Spirit. And when he comes like that, um, we are very sensitive to what he wants to bring. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's fire. Sometimes it's joy. Sometimes it's weeping across the room. Sometimes it's, you know, the trauma healing. Sometimes it's peace or rest. Mm -hmm. The the moods of the Holy Spirit are beautiful and we love it. So sometimes it is fire, fire, and then he will touch them. And actually when the fire comes Mm -hmm. and it's very quick, I just touch them quick and I move on. But they will often go into some sort of either deliverance or trauma healing Mm -hmm. or the joy of the Lord. So there's a lot of facets that God brings, but he brings what he wants for each individual, which is amazing. One might get this one might get this one because everyone's unique. Mm -hmm. Everyone has their own fingerprint and God has his own fingerprint on every single one individually. Mm -hmm. So it's beautiful to watch that. But it can also look like wiping your tears. It can also look like Mm -hmm. getting your hair out of your face while you're weeping Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't just get all in your nose and your mouth. And I mean, we're just, we wipe tears and we wipe the boogies and we (laughs) wipe, we, and we love it. We love it. And there are words, Jen, you were asking about, do you have words of knowledge? Mm -hmm. And yes, that actually Mm -hmm. does happen Mm -hmm. because the Holy Spirit can go in straight to the root by, he knows where that place happened. He knows what happened and he knows just what to say to scoop it all out and remove it. And an example of Mm -hmm. just to say, you are worthy of love. You are worthy of love in the most kind, gentle, soft voice. And it just goes in like like a machete and just cuts the root out of it. And then the person is set free. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And the, the whole peace washing and the crying, and it's just extremely powerful to see the accuracy and the potency of the words of the Holy Spirit employed in people's life. It's really miraculous. So ministering to trauma, what that looks like, Jen, we really go into detail in the schools with this. Mm-hmm. We spend hours and hours and hours and hours right. teaching and everything. We get a imagine. little sciencey. We do. We even teach the science behind it yep. of what, where trauma right. is, how and it how gets to there. fix the brain, how to fix the nervous system. Yeah, because wow. there's so much understanding and 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 knowing how your body right. functions, and it brings a lot of. Uh, self-awareness. Oh my gosh, yeah. that makes so much sense. True. And we see a lot of light bulbs boom, 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 going all over everything. And it really relieves a lot of, of weight off of yourself because you don't feel crazy. Yeah. Mm. It dispels, it I feel crazy and you don't feel crazy anymore. Right. You, you literally, the spirit of understanding just comes in and just washes like washes all all the things all the labels off mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. just to be able to understand how the brain functions how the nervous system responds to stress mm-hmm. it's really incredible yeah. right and it's so it's so helpful too to see that when you get at a level of understanding that um, it helps you partner with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. as he's trying to heal you. It, right. it, it decreases the wrestle of, I don't understand. It's like, mm-hmm. once you have understanding, you you follow him out through the path that he has for your healing mm-hmm. because, okay, I have clarity. I understand what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking, go ahead. Oh, I was thinking it's, mm-hmm. I was thinking in my mind, mm-hmm. it's possible to individuals who have encountered triggers, maybe feel shame from the way that they've responded during their trigger and having this kind of knowledge could be so freeing just to get the shame 
off. Right. Right. Yes. right. right. We give everybody yeah. permission. Right. You let those sounds come out. Oh, yes. Let every sound, let mm-hmm. every, every tear, let all the snots. I mean, we just get real. We're like, this right. is the place. This is the infirmary in a sense. Yeah. You're in the arms of the Lord and he's rocking you because we talk about regulating. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things we talk about. And it's like, this is a very important part to let yourself express itself That's because true. it's the deep, deep, deep place that we sometimes suppress and push it down yeah. because we have busy yeah. lives or we don't want to address the pain because it hurts to address pain. And so we teach about, you know, pushing the mark going, embracing pain, because, you know, on the other side, it is victory. Pain isn't something to be afraid of. It's true, too, when you get the understanding about what is happening and what's happening, especially the part where we teach about what's happening to your brain, because you're right. If you're in a public situation or something and you get triggered and you're like, this is humiliating. Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't cause it. I can't stop it. I don't know what is happening. It's Mm -hmm. just the humiliation, embarrassment, shame, all of those things that can come. And it's once you get understanding about what is actually happening to your brain mm-hmm. in those moments, it mm-hmm. it brings so much peace because mm-hmm. you can realize and it brings it brings understanding to family members. Mm-hmm. It's not Foster. just if it's you, it's you've got right. a family member who is struggling with panic or anxiety or triggers and they don't know what's happening there is so much equipping to help you understand Mm -hmm. how can I partner with my family member and Mm -hmm. let be a vessel for them to get healed right so that they have the companionship in the midst of this and let's walk this out together it's it is really I mean that's a really good point because there are a lot of people that are experiencing triggers Mm -hmm. and they shut down because mm-hmm. they feel embarrassed, they feel mm-hmm. shame, they feel humiliated, they don't understand what's happening and it causes them to withdraw and it can increase depression and isolation and all of the things to become a feeding ground for the enemy when what they need is community and healing and freedom mm-hmm. and they need to come closer to the light so they can get healed. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I even, I saw two questions come through that I thought would be really good to ask you guys. Yes, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, this is from Jillian. She is asking, have you found that people who want healing get healed more than those who are closed off or has mm-hmm. healing just fallen on everyone in your meeting? So that's the first question. And the second, he- the second question, sorry, it's a little bit further up here. It was by, um, her name was Shalom Lee. And she said, can it, de- can the healing or trauma deliverance, I believe, deal with a deep fear of being truly known and seen? So you've got two. For the first, for the first one, um, somebody does need a desire to be free. Yeah. So God cannot supersede your will. If you do not want it, he's not going to force it. Right. But if you want it, he will come. Yeah. And it's not difficult. It is simple. Those that their heart is open, the Holy Spirit will come. We see that. Um, then there's the other side of that is you did want it and nothing happened. Mm -hmm. So can I answer that one? Yes. yes. God has a timing on your healing and it doesn't mean that you weren't in the anointing or you did something wrong when your heart is right. It's the Holy spirit has maybe a certain time and place Mm -hmm. that he wants to sit in that place with you and he knows how he wants to do it. So Mm -hmm. I want you to trust the process and the journey of the Holy spirit And we also want to leave with you, too, that healing is a process. Healing is a journey. 
and you can get a layer of healing and then get more in a week or next month, or it's not a timeline. It's not a formula. We don't know. All we know is Holy Spirit knows. And when he brings you into that place, just go with him Mm -hmm. and he'll take you there when it's time. And then what was the second question? The second question was, it says, can it deal with a deep fear of being truly known and seen? I believe we were talking about the trauma healing right in that moment, just how it manifests. Can it deal with a deep fear of being truly known and seen? I want to answer this a little bit and then you guys can weigh in. Um, It's okay if, if you don't want to be seen to be healed. I want you to know that you can heal with Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. I want you to know that you can, and you can go to Holy Spirit because his investment in you and his heart for you to heal is so strong Mm -hmm. that if you give him any window into your soul, whether it's sitting in your living room, your bedroom, your car, Mm -hmm. church, a friend's house, anywhere that you're willing to say, Holy Spirit, come in and touch my heart with your love. He's going to take that opportunity. So you don't need to worry about it being in front of everyone. I healed in the secret place. Mm My heart healed in the secret place, you know, and in any place that my heart still needs the touch of the Lord, it usually happens when it's me and him just talking one on one. So I want to encourage you that that's okay to heal there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if that is, I, I will say if that is a fear, mm-hmm. it, it needs to be healed. Mm-hmm. If you, if there is a fear to be seen, if there's a fear to be loved, if there's a fear to be known that didn't mm-hmm. come, you aren't born that way. And that, mm-hmm. and you're not, that's not how you're going to feel in heaven. That means God has healing for you. That's mm-hmm. true. Cause when you, I mean, it's true. You don't care at some point. <laughs> well, you have people that don't care. They're like, I don't care whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, it does bring it through when you're desperate to yeah, have right. healing. There is an acceleration that we have witnessed for those that are desperate. They yes. literally push up front and just throw themselves at yeah. Jesus and literally he's like, okay, coming right now. And he yeah. just, he just goes after it. I yeah. mean, he, how can he not look, think about your, your baby. Those of you that are mothers, fathers, your child gets hurt, falls down on the ground and is weeping uncontrollably because they scratch their skin up when they hit the concrete. Yeah. Are you going to stand there and just look at them? Mm-hmm. No, no, you can't because why your heart can't take it. No. They're hurting. You have to hold them. Mm-hmm. So I want you to know your father in heaven sees you're hurting and he wants to come to you. And I want you to erase any other idea that God doesn't see me or he doesn't hear me or he doesn't want to come. This is a lie and a narrative of the enemy. And we are doing our job to bring in the love and the truth of the father's heart so that you can just erase that narrative and say, it is settled that God wants to rescue me. He wants to come to me. He wants to help me. He wants to hold me. And then you can step forward in complete confidence and it actually helps you because you know, he does want to come. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to wait on him. I'm going to let him touch my heart because he's coming because he loves me. That's mm-hmm. a good position to have. But we also understand that if people haven't shown up for you in life, mm-hmm. we could see that you might see that as the Lord too, that he wouldn't right. show up for you. But that's a place that can be healed. Yes. It can be healed, right? Yes. Amen. It can be healed. Amen. Now I see another question too. I think this is interesting. It kind of tags onto a question I had too. The question is by Karen. She says, do people need to forgive and or surrender to him first? And so I was actually going to ask you, what role does forgiveness play in the trauma healing? So it kind of two in one question there. 
it's an essential actually because the heart the the trauma everything has to come under the subjection of the will of the person and if you're wanting healing mm -hmm. then to allow your heart to say god whatever could stand in the way god i forgive those people that hurt me i release them because that could be a part of the trauma hmm. the fact that someone that you love did something to you or someone that you trusted did something to you. And so it, to hold on to that can actually stand in the way of your healing from that trauma place. So yes, I do believe that it is essential actually. Right. Would you like to tell that story? Oh, about the one about unforgiveness. Yes. We yeah. had somebody we were, we were praying for, for a couple of hours. This was a, this was what, two years ago. And we were still, we were, we were, working on the increase of our faith for the expediting of mm -hmm. deliverance and healing. And we had been praying with her and we're like, this thing should be lifting. What right. is the deal? And um, the Holy spirit just kind of pricks. She needs to forgive mm -hmm. her brother. And we were, so we're talking to her, we're like, pause the moment. Let's mm -hmm. talk. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I can't do it. I won't do mm -hmm. it. I'm not going to forgive him. Okay. And, it kind of ties our hands. It's mm -hmm. we, right. nobody, not even God will supersede your will. Mm -hmm. So if you are, I, I think we, sometimes we think about forgiveness from the standpoint of, um, of, well, this thing I have to do or this, what they're deserving of it's it's, but we have to see, we're coming into agreement with bitterness. We are, what we're right. saying is bitterness. You have permission right. and we are agreeing for part of our heart to be shut down. We are agreeing for um, there to be a block be before what we're all allow the Lord to do. And so hmm. it, it absolutely interferes. Forgive unforgiveness absolutely interferes with right. deliverance mm -hmm. and healing. It so absolutely the, does. The demon that was screaming and saying, No, you can't make me leave was actually correct. Right. Mm -hmm. Because there was a right for that demon to stay. Mm -hmm. The person had chosen to unforgive. Now, what does the Bible say? It the if you forgive people of their sins, it says the Heavenly Father will forgive you of your sins. This mm -hmm. is the words of Jesus. And he said, if you don't forgive others, the Heavenly Father cannot forgive yours. Mm -hmm. And in another situation, we see Jesus using the forgiveness of sins and the healing of the body interchangeably, where he said, your sins are forgiven, yeah. go. And the man was healed. He didn't say be healed. He said, your sins are forgiven. Mm -hmm. So we can see that forgiveness and healing, whether it's mm -hmm. trauma, healing or deliverance are, are connected, completely connected mm -hmm. forgiveness and healing and in him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now with it's the woman, theory. when you, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. It's all right. I was just going to say it's a it's a great snare of the enemy to entrap us in that something happens to us. It's not our fault. Um, we're innocent. But then he wants to keep sin rippling. And so that's how we respond to what's happened to us. And like Rachel was saying, we can invite bitterness to come in. We can invite self-pity to come in. There's so many different tactics of the en enemy that can be invited in and how we respond. Right. Now, with this individual who was saying, no, I can't forgive my brother were, I'm sure you counseled her in that moment of just expressing, mm -hmm. you know, I've heard it before. Unforgiveness is drinking poison, but cause th hoping the other person gets sick. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, we help people. Mm -hmm. We, 
every second of every moment of ministering to someone, we are tuning into the Holy Spirit. What do they need? We are consistently Mm -hmm. listening to him Mm -hmm. and checking in with him of what do they need? Do they need to hear anything? Do they not need to hear anything? We are always we are always listening because our heart is for that person to get whatever it is they need, the counsel of the Holy Spirit in that moment, whatever it is. So even the fact that we arrived to that place was our our desire for them to be free. So we will have the conversations until we can get them there. Mm -hmm. And we've even had people, you know, just you have to want this freedom enough to let the things leave your body, literally almost coaching them in a sense. We like to call ourselves midwives mm-hmm. in a birthing room because oh, that's great. We're, we're literally saying, come on, let me have the baby, you know, <laughs> and let me, let me clean this baby up. And we are, we are assisting the Holy Spirit as the doctor. And then we come alongside and we're saying, what does the doctor need? What does he need in this moment to help this person be delivered? Mm-hmm. That is our heart. So we will stick it out. We will, we will press in. We will mm-hmm. wait. We'll even linger mm-hmm. a minute. Is there more that they need? We don't just wait for one wave of their trauma to leave. We actually linger and we mm-hmm. say, Holy Spirit, is there any more trauma that you want to go after? Is there another mm-hmm. layer? Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, is there any other demons hiding in this body that you want you want to deal with and cast out? Because we want the person's whole freedom. We mm-hmm. are invested yeah. in their completion. Mm-hmm. So that's important to us. And if we yeah. could, we would sit for hours with every mm-hmm. person until they they're they're healed, set free, and mm-hmm. good till eternity. We would do it if we could. So I mm-hmm. think that's part of our heart in offering our schools is so that we can equip we can equip mm-hmm. the workers right so that there's enough people yeah. for the darkness in this world and for the trauma that is present mm-hmm. to be healed. It's we want to equip the body so desperately. That's true. Yeah. That's what our our heart was to create training and equipping because we thought there's so many needs. There's so many people that are broken. There's only six of us right now, the team of six. And we're, how can we go everywhere? We can't, but we can train people right. who can go everywhere and we can impart to them. Mm-hmm. So the people that come to our schools, the anointing transfers to them. I didn't know that was going to happen. That's what I would believe. That's what I would want. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know it was going to actually happen until we get messages from pastors who who came to our schools and ministry teams who came to our schools mm-hmm. and single moms who came to our schools mm-hmm. and somebody who needed deliverance who had come to our school. I'm talking to any, any person in any facet of life that showed up to our schools and they go home and God starts using them in deliverance and trauma healing. Mm-hmm. That's and incredible. they've never cast out demons before. And they go home and they said, demons started manifesting at our church after we came to your school. <laughs> yep. And we go, whoa, wait a second. This thing is contagious. You mean contagious love is a real thing? <laughs> it is a real thing. It's yeah. Contagious. So it's spreading. And Jen, that testimony of that multiplication is everything. And that has happened multiple testimonies, multiple Mm -hmm. emails across the board, every event, Mm -hmm. people reporting that God is using them to, to bring their family through deliverance, to help their church. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's incredible. They're going home. They're talking to their pastors. Their pastors Mm -hmm. are calling us. They're saying, do a school at our church. Mm -hmm. It's just the testimonies and the people are, they're testifying to Mm -hmm. it. And it's testifying to us that this is holy. It's a hand of the Lord. And we just want to keep doing it. It's just beautiful. Yeah. The whole thing. That is yeah. fantastic. I, that really encourages me, especially when, when you hear about the multiplication of the anointing to me, that is such a testimony of the heart of God. 
that that is just his heart is stirred. His That is what he's wanting to do is to get the body of Christ healed, set free, whole. Um, that is really, really encouraging. Now, I have been incredibly stirred by this conversation. And I know that there, I believe there is a book no. attached to this Mm-hmm. information you, are you want you want me to show you? i mean it's, it's behind us yes i see that <laughs> he so the pieces oh here it is this is by rachel and amber mm-hmm. i wrote the foreword and i endorse this a hundred percent a thousand percent a hundred and fifty thousand percent because it's how to recover from trauma so not only does it have everything we talked about today it goes in depth, everything from our school plus some. Mm-hmm. Wow. So if you have a tool for healing from trauma, this is it. I cannot say it enough. I've read every single word and I'm literally telling people to read it. And I said, read it slow. Mm-hmm. Read it slow. This is an encounter book. It's an experience book. It's going into the deep places of your soul that you didn't even know were pressed down that start getting stirred up when you read it. And as you read it slow, the Holy Spirit's going to take you on a journey and heal you. And we're getting reports. Tell yes. them. We have testimony that they've not even gotten to the fourth chapter and already being uh, layers of trauma already beginning to surface and, and come off. That's wow. not even the healing. That's not even yet. the healing part. That's just the understanding yeah. how the brain and trauma are connected. And yeah. is that yeah. incredible? Yeah. That That is so encouraging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there is solution in yes. the book. It isn't just a place to find. Um, oh, well, I, I can understand me. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's me. It's not a place to find yourself. It's a place to find healing. Mm. It's a place to sit with the Holy spirit. We go into depth about how to, to see the Holy spirit, how to communicate with him, how he communicates back to you. It's just this whole journey of how to walk through the healing from trauma and anxiety and panic and, and all the things we are so excited. Yeah that we get to participate in the conversation of trauma. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now back to the show. Yeah. Is it readable for a 16 year old? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's relatable. We, yep. um, I just didn't want us to write a textbook. No. We were sitting down with you over a cup of coffee in your living room mm-hmm. and talking to you like a human mm-hmm. <laughs> and not throwing facts at you, but our yeah. desire, I mean, really our heart would be bring us one lamb at a time and let us sit until they're healed. And we did everything that we could to mm-hmm. sit with the Holy spirit and let him give as much of that experience mm-hmm. as he could through our words in this book, which you can pre-order on Kindle right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes out August 25th in hard oh, copy. That's coming up. Yeah. And yeah. the audio book pretty soon as well. But yeah. Yeah. And can I, somebody's asking, can they get it in Australia? I guess if Amazon yes. ships to Australia. Yeah. Yes. Or you can get Kindle. Kindle is yeah, a digital like download. You can pre-order it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I really highly recommend it. And I see one of our, actually one of our dark horses that come through our dark horse training schools. Oh. Temple oh, is on here. And she said, the book is incredible. I've had memories surface that I've never, ever remembered. The book is anointed. Oh, yes. Thank you. Praise yes. the Lord. It is so anointed. People weep reading it. They've, they prayed over it with their full heart, just pouring into it. God use this to heal the broken hearted. Mm-hmm. And he is. 
It's beautiful. We've prayed over every box of books that we've had come through our hands. Uh-huh. We've sang over them. Yeah. We we are serious about your healing. Yeah. God is serious about your healing. That is so encouraging. I have two follow-up questions for you. So the what is the difference between the dark horses school deliverance school dark horse deliverance school and then the healing trauma are those one and the same do you do something together or are they separate schools it, the trauma teaching that they do is part of the school okay yes so it's the dark horse deliverance school that is deliverance of demonic oppression and trauma mm-hmm. where there's any brokenness yeah so it's healing of the soul and healing of the body. We also see physical healings, which we didn't mm-hmm. even talk about, mm-hmm. but God will come and do physical healings in the room. Mm-hmm. We have incredible, incredible testimonies, testimonies of the Holy Spirit. It's never laying hands hardly ever. Mm-hmm. It's always wow. the Holy Spirit just coming. Mm-hmm. He decides to show up. He doesn't even tell us. We find out later most of the time and people will email us or, or, or come up shouting, yeah. I'm healed. The guy last weekend, <laughs> he just walked up to the book table. So, you know, calm. And he said, I was just in the worship service last night and I felt I've been asking God to heal my back for years. And I, it sounded like a deck of cards shuffling. And I realized he just healed my back. <laughs> we weren't even talking about healing. It, it was, was just beautiful. Yeah, like, it wasn't like everyone, of that? right. Yeah. It wasn't like everyone looked your hands. God is healing. And I mean, I've had moments like that where God had me released, but this was just the Lord did it. Mm-hmm. He just came in and touch someone, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just beautiful. I mean, I just, we can't get over what is happening and um, we are honored to serve the Lord. We're yes. honored to serve the people of God. We are honored to see you heal. We are so, 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 I don't even know. I'm going to cry because I'm know. getting deep down. We're in all my heart. crying. This is getting, it's getting, I am, we are humbled. <laughs> we feel like we get to wash the feet of the saints every time he lets us hold them. Mm-hmm. There is no hierarchy of come to the, you know, amazing minister and receive something for it. It's like, we we want to bow before the feet mm-hmm. of the saints and bow before the Lord. And we just want to wash his feet while we're washing their feet. And we do that by loving them because mm-hmm. we know he paid a very high price for us all to heal. And yeah. that will never, that will never grow old. That will never lift off of our hearts mm-hmm. that Jesus died on the cross so that his children can be free. And we've allowed that to hit us so deep that we're willing to pay whatever price we have to pay to keep doing this for him. Because it is worth it. Every time we come back from a meeting and whether it's a revival night or a school or anything we do, and we've even done some, some zoom, you know, ministry. And every time the Holy spirit comes in the prayer time and we just sit and we weep because we watched him heal people. Mm -hmm. And we know it's not us. We know it's not us. He's chosen to come and do it. And the same thing happens on Elijah fire. You know, when we start to pray and minister as we're going to do, the Holy Spirit's going to come and he's going to touch your heart. And I want you guys to believe that because he wants peace to your pieces. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you say to the woman or the man who maybe they've never been to one of your meetings and they're saying in their heart, yeah, but what I've been through is so dark and so bad and my, my trauma goes so deep. What would you say to those people? Come 
because there's no deep that's too deep that's that his love can't reach. There's no hurt that is so painful that he can't comfort. Just just try. We we say try again, hope again. Come because he is the comforter is here for you. And that's our heart. That's God's heart. And this is a wave of of his revival. It's a part, I feel it's a part of the revival, a wave of healing. There's the wave of deliverance. There's the wave of healing. And we're on this wave. Mm-hmm. So there's a an anointing, a strong anointing to just surrender your will and say, I'm, I'm going to give myself permission to hope again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hope again. And, and I'm going to step in believing that God cares about my hurt. He cares about my pain. I'm not crazy, but I'm worthy of his love. Mm-hmm. And then come on, just come on and let us give you a hug. <laughs> no darkness so dark and there is no pain so deep that it that it places itself outside of the blood of Christ. No, nothing can separate you from the love of God. That's right. Nothing. Amen. Thank you, ladies. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, once again, it is peace to the pieces. Yes. Mm-hmm. Available on Amazon for pre-order. And Kindle as well. Mm-hmm. And it comes out August 25th. The link is mm-hmm. in the description too. So you can go quick and easy click and get on there mm-hmm. and pre-order. Now, can you tell me when are your schools that and where will your next schools be? So yeah. we actually have some space coming up in less than two weeks. August yeah. 24th to the 26th. We'll be in Naples, Florida. Uh, in September, I think we have almost 400 people registered for, uh, let's see, it's 360 right now for Michigan. So we'll be in Lansing, Michigan, wow. but you do have to register. Yeah. It is free, but it's just we need registration so that we can make sure we meet the capacity requirements. But uh, Michigan has maybe 10 seats left. Um, Florida has uh, plenty. There, there's plenty where there's over 260 people registered right now, but they have room for one or 200 more. They have a large facility um, that is August 24th through the 26th and September 21st through the 23rd is Michigan. And then we have one more coming up in October in the North Midwest area. So be looking out for that. I'm not announcing it yet because they want to fill it up with their people first. But as soon as their people are done registering, we're going to release it to the public and there's going to be plenty of space there. But yes, they are free. We want you to come. We love it. So please just go to contagiouslove.org. And just click on the schools there and you can find it. Yeah. So that's where you will update the information on the events is yeah. on the website. It's, it's all there. The links are there to register. You just grab your spot. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, ladies, would you please pray for the viewers? Absolutely. Father, I just thank you so much. Holy Spirit, we just ask you to come. We know this is your favorite part. You love to bring our understanding and then you love to come in with that understanding. And now touch the places, Lord, in our hearts that we just so long for you to touch, even the places we didn't know. I just pray for all of my friends right here listening that, mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, that you would just go into all the places mm-hmm. that they don't even know needs love and that you would love them right now, that you would hold them, that you would pull them in, God, that you would hold them near to you, that you would rock your babies, that you would unlock their hearts and heal every part that is broken. God, I just thank you for coming right now and ministering to them and touch them. 
In Jesus' name. Lord, we just ask you to touch every person who maybe their heart feels hopeless about healing. Lord, we just ask you to stir their hope and stir their faith to point their eyes to you as their help, that you have a solution for their healing. You have a solution for their pain. You have a solution for anxiety. You have a solution for depression. Lord, I pray right now that there would be hope stirred, that there would be faith stirred. And we ask you, Lord, even to pour your anointing for healing of trauma out on your children, every person listening, that there would be an anointing over them, that it would just flood into their homes. It would flood into their earbuds. It would flood Mm -hmm. into where they're sitting. And your anointing for trauma to heal would, would descend on them would soak them, would go all the way into the pores, all the way into like the center of their spirit, Lord, touching everything in its path, Lord, that there would be an anointing for trauma to lift, an anointing for broken hearts to heal right now, right where they're at. Mm -hmm. Even I just specifically pray for that place of what I'm afraid to be loved. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid to be seen. Lord, that your tender gaze of I see you, I see you, that your children's heart would hear, I see you. I know every place of pain. I know every moment of your history. I know every place of wounding. I know I was there. Let me show you where I was. Let me show you what I was doing. Let me show you what I have to say to those broken places in your heart. Let my heart come in. Let receive me. Lord, let your, let faith increase right now. Just that, just that gift of your faith to lay hold of healing in your presence, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep hearing this song, and, I, and, and I'm going to sing it. I want to obey. Mm-hmm. Just to sing mm-hmm. peace mm-hmm. over you. Peace, peace. Wonderful peace. Coming down from the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever, I pray, in fathomless Billows of love, peace, peace, wonderful peace coming down from the Father above. Sweep over my spirit forever, I pray, in fathomless billows of love. We thank you, Jesus, for your peace. We thank you for this gift and that every little heart that is listening 
could drink, could take a drink from your peace right now and feel the refreshment of your presence. That every little heart can feel the comfort of your spirit. We thank you for rest for their souls, God, and hope. We thank you for hope. And Lord, we pray that every little heart, that every little heart heal fully and completely and live abundantly in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. I don't know about, I felt like a tangible presence of peace wash over me. Oh my goodness, so glorious. Yeah. It's beautiful. I'd love to hear from them. If you guys want to just tell us in the comments, if you can, right? Maybe you're weeping right now. That's okay. Yeah. You can just tell us what you're experiencing. Are you feeling the Holy Spirit where you are? Are you feeling his love and his touch? Because that's healing. That's healing. And this is the anointing that rests on Amber. This is the anointing that rests on Rachel. It's the anointing in their words. Mm-hmm. And as you read the pieces, as you guys, you're asking for the link, it's in the description. This anointing is going to come wash over you because their heart is not about doing a thing. It's not about trying to, you know, make increase in their life. Literally, this book was about you. I can testify to that. I know their desire is that you read this and that you heal. And if you give that, that's more than anything else in the world for them. Yes. It's not about book sales. Mm These people are the real deal. And I want you to know that. I want you to know that every word in this book is from the heart of the Holy Spirit. It's not just a book. It's literally from heaven because it's time for us to heal. Yes. Yeah. And you're going to have peace in your pieces. That's right. By the end of this book, I know that the Holy Spirit is going to do a major work in your life. So get it. You can get the link to pre-order it on Kindle. And or you can wait and you can go to contagiouslove.org and see it on August 25th. We're going to have it released so you can wait for the hard, you know, the hard copy. But, oh, I want to see all these. Jen, what are they saying? There's so so we've got a lot of people who've said who've been saying they're bawling. We've got the, the bawling oh. emoji, been weeping, feeling the peace. Um, Cherry from Iowa says one of my favorite songs, beautiful peace and hope and love balling here unknown heaviness leaving amen my heart is on fire crying here feeling him i felt holy spirit i cried some i'm on fire yeah praise the lord glory to jesus praise you jesus you're faithful to complete what you've started lord i felt like it was my mama singing to me to sleep in the purest way possible (laughs) oh that's precious beautiful wonderful yes please keep bringing the comments in you know as god has done things or come back on the replay even tomorrow you wake up and and you're and you everything's different maybe Mm -hmm. heaviness is gone we want to hear from you we read the comments after i go back on the youtube and i read the comments Mm -hmm. please tell us because it's everything to us to hear testimonies we're not on here to be behind a camera (laughs) we'd rather be behind camera with you so please tell us when we read the words it's literally everything to us we sit around and we read testimonies and emails and comments and 
Pray for them again. (laughs) Oh gosh, we'll pray for them. Yes. We love it so much. So please tell us if something has happened. Amen. Yeah, I know. Shalom says, I want to go deeper. I know, right? We wish we had hours and hours. Yeah. Yeah. This is amazing. (laughs) It'd be great to have maybe another teaching series. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be great. I think these guys will be amazing. They can look, they can go so deep on trauma. I, I would highly recommend them at any time just to go into all the subjects of it. You know, there's so many layers or so many Mm -hmm. parts about it that needs to be talked about. So, yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. What an honor. Seriously. I just feel so honored to have been sitting at your feet and learning from you and hearing from you. I'm sure the viewers feel the same way. I wish that we didn't have to end right now, but, um, Yeah. Thank you again so much for being here and everybody. Thank you for watching. Please. If this ministered to you, please share it. You know, I just really, I agree. I think this is something the Lord is doing right now. He is moving on people's hearts to bring healing and freedom because he wants us whole. So thank you again for being here. We will, I will be back with you again tomorrow. We have Kelsey O'Malley joining us. So thank you again. Oh, hold on really quick. Let me see something. Yeah, Kelsey O'Malley. All right, you guys, thank you again. We will see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful evening. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. Thank you.